The Family with Tom Bernard and Adrian Washington, JB, Andy Brant Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back, kick things off. Me Familia. I say that because it pisses off Alex. I love it. <laughs> we'll be back. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. What is the Irish Republican Army theme song? What is this? This is Sunday Bloody Sunday by you too. So basically, you are unbelievable. It's, so basically, it is. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's like I think you two has to be the biggest Irish group out there. Probably, I would think so. I know the only yeah, other one so. I can name is Dropkick Murphys. So well, the Cranberries were Irish too. <laughs> <laughs> when she That's put, really nice. When she played the song the, the first hour and you said something about you know what that means or what that's for, I thought they were coming in town for a concert or something. <laughs> I wish. Nope. I didn't make the connection about the assassination. Sorry. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. We have yeah, two callers. We have two callers. We do. First caller is. First caller you're on the phone. Hello. He should be on the phone. Hey, oh, I'm here. He? There you are. There he is. What's up? Hello. 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 
I can hear you guys. You can't hear me? No, I we do. Yeah, we can hear you. Absolutely. What's up? Hey, this is Derek. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Okay. Hey, Tom, everybody, his family. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, I just, um, I called to talk to, uh, about, um, recently, and, you know, I've listened to you guys for like 25 years. I wanted to say um, I know um, how you feel about certain things, and I wanted your opinion on something. My girlfriend, right. who I adore, as you do your wife, I, I adore her. I love her to death. Mm -hmm. She's uh, recently been, um, she's, um, she's uh, doing a, a job with uh, special education people, right? Mm -hmm. And yep. part of her job now is uh, she's got to uh, go to classes. And uh, the last two days, I've been talking to her, and she's got a class about racial diversification, mm. or whatever you want to what call it, mean? right? What is that? I'm not sure. And we got in an argument about it last night, Tom. It was uh, <clears throat> apparently they're going to teach her how to be more sensitive to stop being white, right? <laughs> it's, oh, God. It's, it's, oh, it's strange, God. right? But let me tell you, let me tell you, um, what we got an argument about last night was okay. that um, in her racial diversification class, she finished last night, and I got home yesterday and talked to her about it, and she said, I'm feeling real bad, Derek. And I said, why? And she said, I'm, I, I feel like crying. I'm like, what's up, baby? And she said... You know, at the end of the class, they said, reach out to somebody who's next to you or and, and try and talk to somebody, right, um, who's, who's, you know, different from you. And I said, for a long time, I said, you know, uh, the whole point of politicians is to separate us between our colors or mm -hmm. our religion or whatever, because mm -hmm. as long as they yep. divide us, yep. if we're fighting against each other, then we're going to not... You know, we're going to ignore how bad they're blowing us or screwing us. <laughs> well, you know, either one, right? Right. But that's 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 an old that's an old that's a, that, that's an old thing from George Carlin said it back in 1995. He was a yep. brilliant man, and he said, as long as you can keep us separated and keep us fighting amongst each other, we're right. not going to be able to see the people running to the bank and and capitalizing on us. So anyways, my point was, and this is the part that really scares me, and I wanted to call and ask you about it and see what you had to say. So because, okay. you know, we, we argued and she wanted to hang up on me, and I'm going to have her listen to this podcast later. Um, they said at the end of the class, turn to somebody and talk to them, right? And she said she turned to her, uh, the, her, her partner, who was, you know, a person of color, Mm -hmm. And said, would you be my friend and could we talk about this? And this woman said to her, I'd rather stick with somebody of my own color. I'm sorry. Oh, and I said, did you no. miss Did you miss the complete point of this class? What the F is wrong with you people? You know? I said, and I said, I said, I said, I said, that's racism. That's hypocrisy right there. Don't you understand? And what Beth said to me was that I just feel really bad. And she got, she got in this thing where she was going, 
she's feeling bad for being white. And I said, you grew up in oh, this place God. up north. I, I, but, but I said, I said, you know, did you, did you, um, you weren't privileged. You don't have white privilege. Where did you grow up? You know, you, you worked and she has worked her hard, hard for her whole life to get mm-hmm. where she is. And she's still a single mother and she works very, very hard every day over 40 hours a week. Um, her, her ex-husband is a cocksucker who doesn't even, I'm sorry for that word, but he's a, he's a terrible guy. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't help her. He doesn't help her. He doesn't pay any child support. He doesn't do anything. She does everything. She listed on her own back as a single white woman, right? Where is the privilege coming from? And that's the part that bothers me. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm curious about what you guys think. And, about that, where, where where is the white privilege? I understand that there are a lot of um, I had JBs there, so I love you, JB. Awesome, you. black goalie, love you, man. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the black goalie, hey, I like it. I like it. <laughs> but hey, man, there, there... I know there are there are there are people that um, um, there, there is discrimination. There is uh, there is I'm discrimination sure. against against black people. And I understand that, but not every white person grew up just, you know, perfect. Not everybody was handed to them. Why does this um, liberalism, I guess that's what it comes into, why does that, why does that have to be to everybody's perfect? Like, anybody because... who has white skin just grew up and had everything handed to them. That's BS. Well, and you know it especially, Tom, growing Derek. up on the north side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. I'll tell you something, Derek. That, that, that I do know that Dave Chappelle, one of the funniest human beings ever born, <laughs> African American man, he was criticized by everybody white people, black people, everybody because you're making people laugh at us or you're making white people laugh at right. you. It's like, no, no, no. It's right. ridiculous. It's just right. stupid. And that's no, why like, he moved away for two years because people were he did, criticizing yeah. he did. him yeah. for. For being, for being, you know, honest with people, people can't take it, and I, and I don't know. That's why I love your show, and I love that you're honest. People don't like honesty in this country. You want no, to talk about right. things and, and and put it in their face, and they say, "No, I can't take it," and they they hunker down, they put their head in the sand, you know, and that that bothers me. Um, no, go on about this. Right. I know you got a guest coming up, but uh, I wanted to say, Tom, real quick too. Um, you were talking about movies, horror movies you wanted to see. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. should look at the uh, funny games. It's called funny games. There was a funny game. an English version. Yeah. But look up the original or not the original, but we'll, we'll look up the uh, most recent one. It's called funny games. It's got Tim Roth, somebody else. You don't need a slasher in this one. It's one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever seen in my life. I, I watched it and dude, I squirmed in my seat and was like, Oh my God, it's, it's, it's incredible. And it, it, it will, it will really make you just feel uncomfortable. And they break the fourth wall and they talk to you and stuff. Funny games, man. It's, it's really good. I know we talked okay. about, uh, Bubba Hotep before. Yeah. Um, yep, I, I, I called Hotep, about yep. that before and oh, that's, that was you? That, that's a good one. But, uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, man. I, I've called a couple times and, 
I'll mm-hmm. tell you, man, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a drunk, so I, I, I called a couple times when I was lit up, so sorry about that. <laughs> hey, that's but, uh, fine. What's the I've difference? Been, I've been doing all right, man. Hey, man, I've been I've been all right. I'm almost a year sober, so, but uh, I, I know I called a couple times and whatever. No, thank you. And I love L.A. Nick. He's great. He's you know, a good guy. He, <laughs> Yeah, four day go right, right, right. <laughs> but I just want to let you know, Funny Games is a good movie, and then I want to hear you guys talk a little more about this um, bullshit that they call white privilege. I understand there is privilege for people, but why don't people talk about the poor people? I live in a trailer, man. I'm here with my cat. Yeah. I'm not well, privileged. I I'm I, I'm okay. I'm I'm doing all right. I'm curious for your take on that. All right, Derek, do you think, um, you know, you're talking about the movie Funny Games. Will it make me as uncomfortable as when you called me a cocksucker? (laughs) (laughs) You're unbelievable, Probably more. Probably more, sir. Cass is going to kick the ball for you, Uh, A little editing to do, you know. Thank you, Derek. I'm, I, and I'm sorry. I know. I know you guys got stuff to do. And I'm sorry to give you extra work, no, 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 it's all right. I love you guys. I I, I listen every day. Thank you, Derek. you guys are the best. Yes, you guys are the best, and you'll always be a list. Uh, you'll always have a listener here until you're dead, man. I don't know what's going to happen well, when you're okay. gone, but um, I hope Andy takes man. you over because Andy cracks me up, man. He's a good guy. Thinking I love you guys. It. I keep the best, man. At some point, I'm going to have to hand it off to the kids because, you know, they're going to, I'm going to age out. You know, that's just how that goes. Thank you, Derek. Have a good day, sir. All Appreciate right. it. Thank you, Tom. You guys have a good one. Bye. Okay, I'm going to give it a whirl. JB, mm-hmm. would you be my friend? <laughs> we have been for 32 years, so I don't think you have <laughs> to ask. Years. No, I don't, think, I don't think I have to ask. You're absolutely right about that. Adrian, aren't you glad you walked in on that one? Man. I- <laughs> Yeah. Like, are they me or? <laughs> <laughs> you should have saw the look on Adrian's mock face when he when he asked when he told the story about the class. It's like, yeah, but that, like, wow. that but like, that happens a lot in this still in, in this country. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm not talking about the part about the other uh, woman turning to her. I'm talking about classes like that that make people feel yeah. guilty about yeah. themselves being a honky. Yeah. <laughs> You honky mother of <laughs> so You can keep that one in, Cass. You don't have to cut that out. Um, Adrian, yes, you sir. ever been on a show like this before? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm on a steel toe show, but, you know, this is a... Uh... Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, we don't we don't take calls for this reason. I think. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing? They're, I really really like those people involved at your They're radio good, station. Man. They're, They're really good. really nice people. Good people. Indeed. So, uh, have you and I met? Never, not that I know of. I thought what I don't think I don't think we have either. And See, I was hoping you know to great today, about that, and I hear you're in Florida, so that kind of sucks. Okay, well, <laughs> not for me. But, <laughs> yeah. It's getting nice. No, I just Although to tell you the truth, what I'm, what I'm what I'm doing right now, Adrian, is I I'm in the middle of of meeting with people. In Florida, as a matter of fact, about maybe extending my contract to KQRS for several more years. So that's why we're doing this, and that's why I'm here. So that's good. That's really good. And, and now everybody, like Andy, just went, oh, that's good. <laughs> what, what are you, crazy? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Is the boy crazy? <laughs> I, um, 
I don't know. It's a situation. You know what I love about this, Adrian? You and I have never met, so I have no idea what race you are. Uh, and <laughs> my, I, 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 I'm I like give you a hint. That. My name's Adrian Washington. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not as good as Leroy Buckingham. <laughs> and and Adrian and I are pretty, pretty close. close. Yeah, in color. Yeah, he's a little hairier, but that's right. That. <laughs> <laughs> mm, good to know. I like that. Yeah, He's my arm is. Than my I arm, yeah, your yeah. arms. You, like white guy Harry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but a, he's that's he's, a thing. He's tatted up, so he probably killed all like this. His, right. his, uh, Are you tatted up? Yeah, Adrian, you're tatted up. Just the arms. All oh, your arms. Yeah, that's the only place I know I can handle the pain. Damn it, I wish you'd get that teardrop on your eye there could pretend you were in prison. That'd that's be okay. Great. My brother's got one. I'll send you a picture of him. <laughs> okay. Well, good. I'm glad. I hope it's not from prison. Just uh, you know, he just wanted a tattoo. But you know what, what I like about that? Is I, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I can understand that. But I do like the fact that you and I have never met. I had no idea you were black, white, whatever. But I don't give a rat's ass. That's the thing that I don't understand about people. Um, there's a woman now that's doing the late night show on NBC. Her name is I think Lori Singh or Lucy Singh, something like that. And they had to point out right away, she's the first bisexual host of a show. Who cares? Right? That's Good everything. Mm-hmm. They say that about it's, everything. It's oh, like a stat in a basketball game. It's like, who cares <laughs> if nobody scored for the first three minutes ever? Right. Like, why do you know that? Yeah. I I know. It's I I'm happy for if she's bisexual and it makes her happy, I'm happy for her. You don't need to go use it as a sales tool, which is really obnoxious, yeah. I think. We got to take a break. Be right back. Adrian Washington in studio. Tony Price can be on the phone with us. Got a lot of stuff going. JB, would you be my friend? <laughs> we'll <Yes>. be right back. <laughs> a program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works if you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. If you're tired of feeling frustrated because your clothes don't fit like they used to, then Nutramost is for you. Thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I am down 92.5 pounds. The Nutramost program is amazing. I lost over 40 pounds during each of my first two 40-day rounds. You can have great success just like me because Nutramost is customized for each individual person, and the staff at Nutramost will be there for you every step of the way. Start your weight loss journey today and let Nutramost help change your life. Give yourself this wonderful gift or give this program as a present. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life and they can help you too. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. 
Oh, great. More oh, Irish really? music. <laughs> yeah, more Irish music. Way to go. They didn't have to, they didn't have to play that because I was on. <laughs> <laughs> bow, wow, wow. Yippee, yo, yippee, yo. At, actually, Adrian, I met, I met George Clinton one time. It was phenomenal. I was backstage in uh, Parliament Funkadelic, the Brides of Funkenstein. They were playing a concert, and I was backstage, and the guy said, you want to meet George? And I said, God, I'd love to meet George. George comes out. He's dressed head to toe in robes. He's got a spear. He's got his hair all done up. And he walks up, and he looks at me and goes, huh, and walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about accurate. (laughs) It was phenomenal. I've been a huge fan of his forever, man. That guy, here's a guy who put together about 10 people, and out of those 10 people, he had like six different acts. Mm -hmm. Not only is Parliament there, Funkadelic is there, The Brides of Frankenstein, Bootsy Collins, and it's the same people. And Fred Fred Wesley and the Horny Horns. Yeah, the Horny (laughs) Horns, that's right. Let let me talk about Derek for one second here, because I understand what Derek's saying. Uh, Adrian, I don't know if you know this or not, but JB does and everybody else in the show does and I consider it a joke I used to first of all it pissed me off and then it kind of hurt my feelings and now I think it's a complete joke whenever a local publication does a story about me whether it's about you know getting in the hall of fame or getting you know doing uh, the 50th anniversary KQ they always have to put somebody in there calling me a racist a homophobe and a sexist how on earth I'm racist I will never understand and again, I'm not hurt by it. I was at one point. Right. I was pissed off. Then I was hurt. And now I don't give a rat's ass. Why are they driven to do that? And I think sells. that's the kind of thing. Because it sells. That's right. Yep. Isn't it? You're right. And they make money off that's, of it. And, that's it. And, and in, their, in their head, is there a way to knock you down a peg? But it doesn't. But it, it, doesn't, makes, it doesn't matter. In their mind... They think they knocked you yeah, down. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you think. If, right. That's like if somebody's living a lie. They don't care if you believe it or not. They've right. already bought yeah. it, you know. That's just like. That's a good point. The whole thing with Derek was asking about was plain and simple is white guilt. Yeah. Right. You and know, if you, yeah, that's exactly right. But if you let people make you feel like that, that right. you know what I'm saying? Like, You're giving oh them gosh. power oh, over yeah. you. And, and that, Way too much. And that's what the whole thing of white guilt and then placating the other races is all about it's all about getting them to a point where you have power over them one way Mm -hmm. somehow some way yeah yeah. it's about finding the the button to push to get power and that's all they did to that poor woman and the moment they know they can push that button and you react to it then they want yep like my wife my wife i was telling these guys time i'm in an interracial relationship my wife's white for me, whenever she wants me to do something and I don't want to do it, I just tell her we're not slaves anymore and try to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I'm you must be anti-black with a, <laughs> right? a horrible ra- uh, joke about slavery. You're a horrible human being, Adrian. Just hey, terrible. It uh, made me laugh. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh, too, actually. We got uh, Tony on the phone, by the way. Tony's ready to go? Yes. Tony, how are you? I'm doing well. Tony. How are you? Can you hear me? <laughs> Doesn't sound. Yeah, I can That's hear you. That's how the calls start now, right? I have to ask you if you can hear me five <laughs> times before we can start talking. It happens a lot, and I don't know why. <laughs> it does happen a lot. It I, does happen a lot. I got a quick question for Adrian. Does that work? Hell no, it don't work. <laughs> <laughs> it buys me a little time. That's all it does. <laughs> 
I love it. It buys me time. Okay, well, that's good. That's I'm, I'm good so thing. glad I called in today because I, I feel like today's a good day. It's been 32 years, and I need to make an announcement Mm-mm. that I am a, somebody who uh, um, gets to live my life through white privilege because 32 years ago, my parents pay, paid $500,000 so that I could go in the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got kind of gypped out of that. Yes, oh, wait did. a minute. That's an anti-gypsy thing. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Actually stole that so, line from Greg Gapsy. I don't know if you know him or not, Tom, but yep, yeah, he's I been do. in the music yep. business in the Twin Cities for a long time. He, 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 uh, I stole that joke from him. Well, everybody, all jokes are stolen somehow. It's just mm-hmm. your take on the, on the thought that I, matters. I like to say it's creative remembering. <laughs> well, that's yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Creative remembering is is a good thing. Don't go into stand up. Creative remembering. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go into stand up. You're stealing everybody. Ah, it works for some people, I guess. <laughs> I can't Tony do stand up because I can only stand for ten minutes, and then I have to sit down. So I can't do stand up. That ah, works. That's what Bill Cosby did last time yeah. I saw him. He sat down. You know, it, it must. It's probably me because I finally got to meet after years and years and years and years. I finally got to meet Bill Cosby at Treasure Island about five, six, seven years ago. However. Uh, Catherine was there. Alex was there. Andy, why didn't you go to meet Bill Cosby? I can't remember. I wasn't. This was at Treasure Island in Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Why didn't I? I don't remember. Yeah, you were, no, you I was you doing something, go. but I don't remember what it was. So my timing uh, is is unbelievable because we sat backstage talking to Bill Cosby and we took a picture with him and do all the rest of it. And I'm going, man, I got to meet one of my heroes. It's unbelievable. About 10 minutes later was, he's been raping women. I'm like, son of a yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, man. It just, it broke my heart. That thing did break my heart. So what are you going to do? But in any case, we'll both stay out of stand-up. But you have written a book that I've read, and I want you to start talking about your book. Tell us about your book. Well, I, I, I would like to start by saying the copy that you read was actually the uh-huh. manuscript that actually went to the editors. So the actual book that got published was considerably different. Well, none of the names are the same. You don't want to sue me or anything, do you? Your name is in that book. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, because that's what go. the editors Unless were you... afraid of, is that everybody was going to sue me. Oh. Uh, no, I, to tell you the truth, so you, here's unlike the thing Derek, where you didn't call you... me a CS or so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you haven't hung up on me yet, so anything's possible. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Anyway, so, so you took all the names. You know, Adrian probably has never met me before. I got, I made eye contact with JB. JB, you were down in Key West, right? Nope, not me. Oh. that Why was not? You weren't down there? Well, I didn't get to talk to anybody down there anyway. But, it would have probably been uh, That was a different I, Negro. Yeah. I like that. Holy... <laughs> 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 There's a joke there, but I'm not going to say it. Well, we call him High Yellow, so. Oh, my gosh. This is what you guys do. Tommy High Yellow. (laughs) Okay, so for the the three people listening, like Adrian, who don't have any idea what the Gold Star Ride Foundation is, let me just throw out there that we're – all this conversation today has been about the divisiveness and and, Mm -hmm. people are fighting amongst themselves here. The Gold Star Ride Foundation is trying to get people to work together a little bit, throwing a little love out there. The, the foundation takes care of the families left behind when somebody's killed in the military. 
Mm-hmm. Most of your listeners are aware of that. And actually, uh, uh, I heard you talking about two weeks ago about how you've never seen NCIS, Tom. Is that true? You still I've haven't never seen, seen it, NCIS? No. I've, I've never seen uh, it. You're right. Highly recommend it. If you watch, they, they got does, it all on yeah. Netflix now. So if you start watching the first one, you're going to get hooked. Uh, and then you got 16 years worth to watch. But anyway, <laughs> I was watching NCIS. A Marine gets okay. killed. So a Marine gets killed on NCIS, and they're investigating the thing. Halfway through the show, the Mark Harmon, the lead investigator on this thing, goes to visit the Gold Star family. And he's just paying his respects to the family. He gets there. There's a five-year-old boy in a half-built treehouse. And he talks to the kid a little bit, expresses his condolences. Then they, they move on. And the second half of the show, he solves the murder. And in the epilogue, they show this guy, Mark Harmon's character, is at 6 o'clock in the morning. He's up there pounding nails to build this treehouse, to finish building the treehouse. And it really says a lot about what the Gold Star Ride Foundation is trying to do. If I was killed when I was in the Navy, I would really think, uh, I would really like it if somebody would step up and finish the work for my family that I started that I didn't get to do. And that's really mm-hmm. what the Gold Star, Fam- Gold Star Ride Foundation is all about. So as you know, last year we took off on a motorcycle and we covered the whole country, 44 states, more than 60 families, almost 18,000 miles, all this ex- excruciatingly difficult work to get all of that stuff done. Average riding a motorcycle 375 miles a day, every day for 58 days straight. Um, then when I got home, I decided a couple of friends talked me into it, sat down and, and wrote the story. And the book, which is now out, is called Yours Very Sincerely and Respectfully, which is a takeoff. Of, I extracted it from an Abraham Lincoln letter that he wrote to a gold star mother um, during the Civil War. So that's where the title of the book comes from. But everything is in the book. As you know, you read it. So just about every story that could have come out of all of that kind of work is somehow included in the, in the book. And how did you like it? I did like it a lot, but I'm, now I'm curious. What's my <laughs> new name in the book? Your name stayed the same. Well, I thought because I was you're a celebrity. Yeah, good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're I'm a celebrity. celebrity. However, Adrian, did you hear that? I'm a celebrity. <laughs> That's what I heard, too. <laughs> and, Adrian, exactly. you're probably going to be in the next edition. We'll, we'll find a way to put you in I'm the next edition, you. and we'll leave I'm your name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sue you. I need the money. <laughs> I'll watch out for that. My, my publishers are listening, too. So the hardcover book is available on our website, goldstarride.org. The paperback and Kindle editions are available on Amazon. Uh, They cost a little bit less, but I've been making it a point to autograph all of the hardcovers that we ship out. That's a wonderful thing. You know, the whole thing, uh, meeting you in in, uh, actually the Dominican Republic is where I met Tony for the first time. He invited us over, Scott, Jameson, and me to have a cigar, and we sat uh, having a cigar there talking about this whole thing. And then you actually did what you said you were going to do. A lot of people said they were going to support this ride, and a lot of them didn't step up like they said they were going to. But you completed it anyway, which I really admired. I think it was terrific. Well, you know who the greatest supporters of me getting this mission accomplished were the people who listened to you. Uh, aren't they just wonderful? They, honest <laughs> to God, 
The, Adrian, you, you probably feel the same way about your people. Aren't they just magnificent? They are. They really, really are. I yeah. mean, it makes a huge they difference. Are. It does. Yeah, the listeners so of the podcast happy. here took care of uh, the probably the biggest percentage of it, but your other listeners on the KQ Morning Show um, came through and, and just made sure that we could get out the door. And that's those are yep, some of the things yep. that are described in the book. Was uh, you know when I got to go into the into the podcast studio and into the radio station studio to talk to your listeners. Uh, all of that is described in the book too, as well as some of the great things that happened on the road and a lot of the horrific things that happened on the road, a lot of the strange things that happened on the road. Uh, one of my favorite stories to tell is I was I stopped when I got to the New York State line coming out of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania doesn't have to, I don't have to wear a helmet in Pennsylvania, so I didn't. Mm, yeah. I got to the New York yep. State line, I have to wear a helmet in the New York State. So I stopped in the McDonald's that's right at the, right at the state line. Strap on the helmet, get back on the bike, and the bike won't start. And a guy oh, just God. comes out of nowhere and he says, let me help you push this thing over here into the shade. And we'll, I got one too, and mine doesn't work sometimes. And we're talking, and he's looking at the bike, and I got stickers that says Gold Star Ride Foundation all over the bike. And he says, what, what's this thing all about? And I explain it to him, and he says, well, my daughter was killed in Korea three years ago. Oh, God. And I said, well, that makes you a Gold Star dad. And he says, he says, nobody ever told me that. Nobody ever informed me that I was a Gold Star dad. And I said, well, that's what you are. And they had the, the cameras on the bike, and I recorded everything that happened between me and him, and I pulled out one of those plaques that have the Abraham Lincoln letter on it, presented to him right there in the parking lot. Poor guy, I knew him for 90 seconds, and he was in tears, just, oh, you know, making wonderful. big puddles on his boots. You know, and this is where the story gets really fun. After about four minutes, he says, I got to get going. I've got people waiting on me. And I, he says, start, try to start it right now and see if it goes. I hit the button, the bike started right up, and down the road I went. I rode for another three and a half hours to get to Buffalo. <laughs> Phenomenal. See, I love those stories. I really do, honest to God. It's just uh, being involved with that whole situation was was terrific. As you know, we're big into uh, into you know people who serve, whether they be firefighters or cops or people in the military. I mean, nurses, doctors, they all serve us, and I, I'm really grateful for all of that. I mean, no doubt about that. But it just being involved with that thing was really. Sp- I found out because we added to the KQ Morning Show. Uh, a talk and text line where you can call in if you have the time, and if you don't have time, you can text in. So far, we've gotten right. texts from from Europe, from uh, from the Middle East, from Morales, Mexico. This morning, somebody. We have listeners all over the world to this show and the morning show. It's unbelievable. Uh, Adrian, you don't even know all the people that are listening to you because there's no way. Because now with the digital element of the shows. Everybody, people everywhere can listen. It's really cool. We've got to take one more break. We'll be right back. The family. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you. Do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff. 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical. 
Dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Samantha, who started as a customer service rep and is now operations manager. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on priority because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. I don't know if you have to play sympathy for the devil when Tony comes on, but you know. <laughs> No, I had I don't know. It was just a yeah, song I quickly Cassie. hit. So I was trying to find a good, a good song. song. Couldn't find any. I love the song. It's a really good, it's a great song. Adrian, let me ask you a question. What, what hours are you on on the air? I'm on on Mondays from 8 to 9. Mondays from 8 to 9. Yeah. Uh, we got to get you to call into the KQ Morning Show or come in and visit us sometime because uh, you're a very funny guy, and I like exposing very, like, well, maybe exposing something. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, o- opening we just the met. Do- <laughs> 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 opening, o- opening the door for, for, for funny people. The front door, right? The front door? The front door, yes. The front door be good. The back door's for me. Of the I'm glad house, you thought of, of the house, Thank that you is. so much. Well, thank the you, Tom. House, I, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> That, man. I actually, oh, you seem like a very nice. Person. I've uh, I tried to get down here before because I was headlining at the House of Comedy, and they told me it was for famous people, so I didn't make it. Who said that? Uh, Rick. They, ah, Rick will be fine. Yeah, no, Rick. Rick's actually a really good friend, and and that's fine. But he's, now he's a good guy. Next time you tell him we we know one another. Yeah, Rick's a really good guy. Yeah. Very smart guy too. So in any case, yeah, I want to I want to tee that up because that's. Uh, yeah, you're, you're just very off the cuff. Very not a lot of people can ad lib anymore, Adrian. I don't know if you know that or not. I hear that a lot after my shows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but Tony I, Price I, with us. Oh, go, go sorry. No, I just I love that part of it. I think you're 100 percent right, though. No, it's a, no. There you well for once I'm right about something, <laughs> which is very unusual for me, but. Tony Price with us as well, talking about his new book, and the book is available everywhere. Uh, I'm assuming Tony is that right? Well, everywhere, like on our website, goldstarride.org and Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. If that's, well, everywhere, that's everywhere, then now. yeah, it's, it's available everywhere. That is everywhere now. Um, I, uh, I do have my, my, my producer is telling me i got to cut loose here. So uh, oh, okay. I just wanted Sorry. to throw out one more time, that, or, or not one more time, but uh, I just wanted to announce to all of the listeners who are great supporters of our organization that 100% of everything that comes in from this book uh, is going straight into the foundation. Yeah, that's so the I wrote it for it. free. <clears throat> and what's the book called? Free. And Adrian, thanks for letting me in, encroach on all your time. Hey, no problem. Another example of my white privilege. Yeah, I'm going to follow your white ass right now on Facebook. <laughs> I know the white guys to follow. You're one of them, apparently. So. <laughs> there you go. Tony, it's, well, it's I terrific. I appreciate that a lot, sure. Adrian. Thank you. And what's the name of the book? Tony, the the book is called Yours, 
very sincerely and respectfully. I like it. Very good. Tony, great of you to call in. Thanks so much. And I'm sure it'll do very, very well. And uh, I heard because you put my name in the book, you're going to sue me because everybody else does. You may as well. <laughs> no, but speaking of that, uh, you know, when you, you mentioned how we met down in Punta Cana smoking a cigar. Right. Yep. Scott's name has been removed. Scott's name. Was Why? It, you Why? know, the Why editors just said, you, you, here's one of the crazy things that was removed. The part of the story, telling the story was events that happened when the NFC championship game was in Minneapolis. Excuse me, not yeah, NFC, right, right. NFL. But the Super, championship yeah, super Bowl. Game. So yeah, I mentioned that in the book. Right. And the editor said, you cannot say Super Bowl. And I said, well, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm just describing no, it. We were across. I said, we're across the street from the Super Bowl. They said, doesn't matter. Get it out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's totally that true. Kind of they will sue you. It has to be the big game. Yep. yep. The big game. That's right. Yeah. It's the Actually, big game. what you can give away the phrase that we used was the the professional football league's championship game is what we changed it to. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's easy to say. I think that's what we changed. <laughs> Tony, thanks for your time yeah. today. Anyway, great to talk uh, to you, sir. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for letting me on. Thanks again to all your listeners. Next time we'll uh, sit around with a lit cigar. All right. Sounds great, man. Thank you very much. Say hello to your lovely wife, who's far too good for you. I will, and I'll tell you said that, too. <laughs> yes, please do. She's a wonderful person. Tony Price, ladies and gentlemen, in studio, Adrian. Bye-bye. Listen, what is it? Buckingham? Is it Washington? What is it? <laughs> Washington. <laughs> I know it's Adrian Washington. Being a... You know what's funny about that? that? Was an old... I had my what? wife's uh, debit card for something. I just ran in the store. She's like, just take my card. And it was an old white guy that was a clerk, and he goes, you don't look like a Laura. I said, yeah, but I look like a Washington, don't I? And he said... <laughs> He said, good point. He'd let me buy it. <laughs> I love it. I look like a Washington. Donut. Right? Uh, that is about, so where did you grow up, Adrian? I'm originally from Mississippi. Where in Mississippi? Greenville. Greenville, okay. I spent a lot of time down in Mississippi after, the, after Hurricane Katrina building uh, housing for the military down there because it all got pretty much blown away back in the day. And yep. then my partners in it uh, ripped off all the money, and uh, that's how it worked. It was just a thrill. But anyway, uh, I tell you what, you go along. Uh, a lot of time I spent was in Gulfport and Biloxi, and okay. I had a great time. That's the nice parts. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty nice. Yeah. I tell you one thing. You, what is it? Uh, is it? Um, is it I twenty two that goes across northern Mississippi? What is it? I twenty. I twenty. I'm trying to think of what. It is I twenty. You're absolutely right. Mississippi, northern Mississippi, and Alabama. That's beautiful, man. That freeway goes through. But I will tell you one. Thing. It's beautiful if you're white. <laughs> well, no, I didn't stop. <laughs> Smart man. (laughs) One thing I did notice, and I'm not making this up, as you cross going from Memphis into Mississippi, Tupelo basically Mm -hmm. is, is, you know, right there. Yep. And there's a billboard that says, um, please help us to help children in need. And somebody had crawled up in a billboard and painted the kid's face black. I will never forget that. As wow. Long. They got, went up on the billboard to paint the kid's face black because the kid was in need. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's, people don't believe me, man. Miss, I, Mississippi's still like that. Oh, it is. Absolutely. It's so they much did. like I'll that. I'll tell you what. 
Adrian, I'm not kidding you. After a few few times down there, when I would walk in, uh, walk in with starts uh, talking, I go, "So let me uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, can you get, can, can I get an almond joy?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> I went with the southern accent because right. if you went with the the honky northern accent, you were out, man. And, and it was all white people who did it. Yeah, they they, man. If you if you went with that northern accent, they would look at you really funny. Yeah, it's crazy because I like I never really left my neighborhood. I moved away from there when I was uh, like 10 years old. And what's funny, oh, then okay. we moved to like North Minneapolis. North Minneapolis was like way too crazy. Because we my lived hometown. in North. Yeah, we lived over North in the 80s. You know, we were right on Plymouth and Irvine. And whoo, it was rough. Yeah, really? Because, yeah, we were on Plymouth and Girard for some time. We lived in 8 billion different houses over North Minneapolis. Yeah, you still was in the hood, Tom. I lived in the I grew up in the hood, which I'm very, very happy. I love North Minneapolis. I absolutely love it. But it's where I grew up, so why wouldn't I, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, if, and, and, and it made you who you are. I think a lot of that comes from you being so well-rounded, too, because... Because of all the people, yeah. Yeah. No, people... Every, the only people who didn't live in North Minneapolis were Asians. They just did... There, there weren't a whole lot of Asians in the entire state of Minnesota back then. Mm-hmm. And there were none in North Minneapolis, but pretty much everybody else, you know, white people, black people, a lot of Mexicans, uh... Can you call Italian people white? Because they're Italian. Yeah. Thank you very much. Good to be here. <laughs> I used to do that for L.A. Nick. Just piss them off, you know. But so you lived on on, on Plymouth and Irving. Yep. I like this. Right by. Right by. Listen, I was like uh, five houses down from North High School. Yep. 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 North. Well, when I went to North High School, it was on Fremont. Did you know that? No, I did not. Were there cars yeah, there? You know what? You know, <laughs> well, look at the time. We got to wrap it up here. <laughs> no, it, uh, you know where the football field is, right? Yep. Over on Fremont? Yep. The, the high school used to be just south of the football field. Really? I was always wondering why was that football field just in the middle of a neighborhood and there was nothing else around it? Because the church's That's chicken the used to be used down to. there. Oh, yeah, churches around. And, and uh, what was the fish place, too? There was Church's Chicken, there was a fish place. And then, well, uh, Khalid El Amin had the fish yeah, place. Yeah, he had the fish place That's right down the street. Right, he did. El Amin's. That's exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, I'm telling you, it was, a, it was a wonderful place to grow up. It was just, I had a ball. Uh, Adrian, you'll love this story. So we're talking the 60s, right, when I was in high school. Okay. So, and I don't know why this ever happened, but, but there was a northeast door and a southwest door. And for some reason, most of the black students went in the southwest door to get in. I suppose they just came from from where they lived, and that was the closest door, and that's why they went in. But I used to go in that door myself because it was, you know, close. I used to go in both doors, actually. But one time, I'm walking up, and this young black girl holds the door for me. And as I'm walking by, I go, thank you. And she says, and I quote, that's okay, Pinky. <laughs> It was very, and I just started laughing. And then she got this smile on her face. Like, oh, good God. Pinky, huh? Unbelievable. Pinky. She called me Pay Pinky. Wow. But uh, <laughs> we tell stories, Adrian, about North High School. One time, this, this, these two kids got in a fist fight, and one guy beat the piss out of the other. And the next day, the kid who got his ass kicked, his mother showed up and beat the piss out of the guy to beat him up. It was Jeez. unbelievable. <laughs> That's why we moved out of Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. No, I don't know. What are you going to do? Right. Uh, it all works on me. Yeah. It, I, I, like I said, I still absolutely love it. There's a church over on Logan that I go, you know, Mike Lindell from My Pillow, and I, uh, and they invited me over, 
I had a, uh, a, a um, female minister, the head minister is a woman. What a lovely person. And, and what's great about that, I think my Adrian, sister I goes to that church. What's the name of that church? Oh, God, I don't remember. I it's on Lindale, right? right? It used, used to be a synagogue. Okay. I think because I remember yeah. my mom complaining one time that she didn't, my mom didn't approve that there was a female minister. <laughs> oh, she didn't? She didn't like that? Nope. And it works out. But I will tell you this, and this is something that maybe people should get their head out of their ass and check out once in a while. When I would go over there and sit in on services and then talk to them about this, that, or the other thing, they were just very, very nice. Every person that worked there, and they were all black, would always give me a hug when I came and when I went. And they would every Sunday go out and get homeless people and bring them into the church and feed them. And 99% of those people were white. So... I, there are a lot of people who just don't see this this problem like a lot. I don't know. The people I grew up around did not see this problem that everybody has with skin color and, uh, you know, ethnicity and all yeah. of this. There was a guy last time I was there. Uh, they came to get because he didn't want to go up and kneel, kneel down just to, you know, the, the prayer of thanks for the for the meal. Right. Mm-hmm. And they went and got him. And they brought him and said, no, no, it's not, it's not a big deal. We just want you to be part of the group. That man started bawling like a madman. It was one of the most touching things I've ever seen in my life. So if anybody thinks that, that there's this horrible racial divide, maybe you ought to get out of your damn Hollywood house or you're buying your, your kids way into universities and actually go into neighborhoods and find out what it's all about. That's it. All you right? got to do is talk to people. Right. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, all you got to do is talk to people. Mm-hmm. You find out what you have in common with people. Yeah. We all have the same struggles. We all want to work we want to make a living we want to raise our kids we want to have a nice place to stay and when you have people who are gullible enough to buy into what the politicians tell you that if you know this group is getting more of that than you are you know that's really a problem then that's when the division happens yep you just got to know what you you got to know what you believe in as a person who travels and th- I thank God that I'm from Mississippi and now like, and I grew up in St. Cloud two totally different. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm even right. in an interracial exactly marriage right. and you know what I mean? So I have a very good balance. Was uh, that your wife's picture on your phone? Yes. He's out kicked his coverage. Way. <laughs> I, kicked, I kicked three football fields. Yes, you did. I need you guys. I keep her drunk enough just to, to function. That's why. <laughs> you guys need to close out the last minute of the show because that was Catherine. I need to go pick her up at the train station because it's pouring, so I need to go get okay. her. But you got one more minute, so try to make an impression. Adrian, seriously, uh, reach out to me because I, I'd love to have you on the morning show. It'd be great. Will do, man. Thank you for everything. I appreciate it. Uh, it's my, my pleasure. We'll talk to everybody soon. Uh, Adrian, what, what are your times of your show this weekend? Um, I'm at the Royal Comedy Theater tonight, 8 o'clock, and then tomorrow night there's a um, 7 o'clock show and then a 9 o'clock show tomorrow night. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we got that in. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. But I can really tell that Tom's – it's just like the old Johnny Carson thing where if he gave you the okay signal or waved you over to the couch, he really liked you, and I can tell by when Tom's – trying to get you on the show that he really has enjoyed. I I really appreciate that. I I, I actually woke up super early because I was just excited about it. Like I I got the message last night that I could do it. And I was supposed to have my landlord supposed to come by and do something today. I texted him this morning. like, Hey, that ain't going to work. I got to go. I got to go do a podcast. I made sure I said that part too. Right. Give me a little bit off rent. Tom Bernard (laughs) want me down there. (laughs) Thanks so 
much for coming in. And yeah, I'll post links to Royal Comedy where people can find the tickets easily. Okay. And where can they find you on social media? Social media, um, comedian Adrian Washington. Instagram, funny man Adrian W. Um, Twitter, it's Adrian Adep. Twitter, I don't use a lot. So, And then my website, funnymanadrian.com. Okay, all so. right. Well, we'll be right back on the Tom Bernard Show, a.k.a. The Family. 